Okay, here we go, but we've got a problem. And the problem is that Mark's chapters are usually relatively short and move pretty fast. But this chapter is not short and it doesn't go fast. <laughs> he might as well be Luke at this point when he gives so much detail. So we're going to try to cover it topic by topic because this is the last week of the life in the ministry of Jesus and so much is going on. They're going in and out of the city of Jerusalem and they're staying at Bethany at Bethage and uh, in and out every day. And so here they are again. Now, chapter 14, verse 1 of Mark's Gospel. Now, the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread were two days away. So Jesus is going to be crucified on the Passover because he is the Passover. He is the Passover lamb. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest him and secretly and kill him. The priests are going to kill him. <laughs> the religious leaders, the deacons, the worship leaders are going to come after you and kill you. Unbelievable. But not during the festival, they said, because the people will riot. Well, they didn't want it to happen during a festival, but Jesus is the Passover lamb. That's when it's going to happen. No way around it. This has been planned since the foundation of the earth, and this is when it's going to happen. Watch this. While he was at Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper. Well, he's not a leper anymore, but he was. his name was Simon, so he must have been healed by Jesus. His, our assumption now it doesn't say that, but... He's not a leper anymore, or they wouldn't have all been in there. He's reclining. He's going to cross in two days. What's he going to do? He's going to be reclining with friends, spending time with friends. And there was a woman with an alabaster jar with a very expensive perfume made of pure nard, and she broke the jar and she poured the perfume on his head. He's reclining at the table. And some of those present were indignant to one another and they said why waste this it could have been sold for more than a year's wages wow that stuff was valuable whatever you make a year figure out that's what she just poured on his head you should probably take your year's wages and pour it on jesus head we're not taking it with us anyway could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor and they rebuked her harshly jesus said leave her alone why are you bothering her she's done a wonderful beautiful thing for me the poor you always have with you. You can help them anytime you want, but you won't always have me. She did what she could. Circle that. If we don't get anything else, let's just get that today. She did what she could. Well, maybe you and I should just do what we can. Do what you can do today. Whatever you can do, do it. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. And truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached, including right here online, in 2023, you know, maybe you'll be watching this in another different year sometime. But right now it's 2023 and the gospel is being preached. We're reading it right now. We are somewhere else in the world. We are not there in Jerusalem. It says that truly I tell you, whatever, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. She gets to be in the Bible forever. And this story is told every time somebody reads the gospels, it's told. Europe, Asia, Africa, North America, South America, Antarctica, every, it's there all the time. So, says that Judas, uh, he's planning on betraying him. 
We get to verse 12. It's the Last Supper. Oh, my word. There's so much stuff here. And they're going to um, have the meal together. Jump down to verse 17. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve. And while they were reclining at the table, he's spending time with his friends. This is the end. He knows it's a couple of days. What are you going to do? Spend time with your friends, recline at the table, have a meal, be together. And uh, Jesus said, truly, I tell you, one will betray me. And it's Judas that's going to uh, betray him. And so this is where Jesus, in verse 22, he takes the bread. And when he had, he took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to his disciples, said, this is my body. Uh, he took the cup, the wine, and after he had given thanks, he gave it to them and they all drank from it. And he said, this is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I won't drink it again from the fruit of the vine until the day I drink of it with you in the kingdom of God, in the afterlife, in the world to come. And then watch this, verse 26. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. I wonder who was the worship leader? Who was leading the hymn? Who was leading the psalm? Now, they have psalms for certain times of the year, just like we have songs for certain times of the year. We have uh, Christmas songs, and we have summer songs, it seems like, but we, you know, we definitely have Christmas songs. We have songs that are sung at different times of the seasons. Easter, there are Easter hymns that are sung. And they had theirs from the psalm book that they would sing. I think maybe Jesus was leading that hymn, leading them and singing together. And then they go out to the Mount of Olives. Verse 27, Jesus predicts uh, Peter's denial again. He said, you're going to fall away. He quotes scripture. Um, well, Mark shows us the scripture. I'll strike the shepherd and it'll all be scattered. But after that, I'll go ahead into Galilee with you. And uh, Peter says, not me. And Jesus said, come on, Peter. I said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, verse 32, uh, they went to a place called Gethsemane, the olive press. And Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. So he took Peter and James and John with him, and he began to be distressed and troubled. Why? Because he's going to die, and he knows he's going to die, and he's praying to the Father. And he says, if this cup can be taken from me, let it happen. What cup? The cup of death, the cup of crucifixion. What well, can't be taken from him? Why not? There's no other way for salvation to be worked except for Jesus to die on the cross. He says, verse 35, Abba, Father, that's where we sort of get like the affectionate term. I don't know what affectionate term. Maybe you called your dad. Maybe you didn't have an affectionate dad. Maybe you didn't have a good relationship with God. But you can have a good relationship with God, your father, and then he'll help you to forgive your father and have a great relationship with your father, dead or alive, grandfather, whatever. Uh, but he, Abba, so that would be daddy, papa, dad. Uh, if it's possible, take this cup from me. Well, it's not possible. And uh, verse 43 as he was speaking, Judas with the twelve appeared. With him was a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the teachers of the law. And the betrayer had arranged a signal. Let's do a signal. How will we know that he's the guy? And Judas said, the one that I kiss. I'm going to go over and kiss him. He's the one. And so this, uh, this has become known in literature and in culture for centuries to come. Betrayed by a kiss. That's Judas, kisses him. And he comes over to him and he says, Rabbi, teacher, and he kissed him. And the men 
seized Jesus and they arrested him. And Jesus said, what am I leading a rebellion? You've come up with swords and clubs every day I was teaching in the temples. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. And then everybody deserts him. <laughs> All those guys who, you know, will stick with you. You can count on us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, verse 53, Jesus before the Sanhedrin, they took Jesus to the high priest and the chief priests and the elders of the Lord came together. Peter follows at a distance. Uh, the scenario here is Peter's going to follow at a distance and uh, then he's going to uh, sit, sit with the guards at the fire, warming himself at the enemy's fire. And you're just getting closer and closer, but further and further. And the chief priests at 55 and the Sanhedrin were looking for evidence so they could put him to death and all kinds of people testified falsely, but they couldn't find anything. Of course not. He hadn't done anything. But the high priest, they're on the, he's in this religious trial in the back room of the church, so to speak. The staff room. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? And Jesus said, I am. Well, they understood that. I am. Egoi me from the Old Testament. And you'll see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming in the clouds with heaven. And the priests tore their clothes. Oh, my word. We're in, in the presence of blasphemy. Uh, let's get rid of this guy. Condemn him. Oh, he's bad. And so they all condemned him and said he was worthy of death in verse 64. And some began to spit on him. The nice guys, the religious leaders. They blindfolded him. They struck him with their fists and they said, prophesy. And then they took him and they beat him. Wow. It's a... Uh, it's not what you would expect at a church staff meeting. Verse 66, while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls came by and she saw Peter, he was, she saw Peter warming himself, warming himself at the enemy's fire. And she looked at him and she said, you were, you were with the, you were with Jesus at Nazarene. He denied it. I don't know what you're talking about. And when the servant girl saw there, she standing around, she said, yeah, this fellow is one of them. And he denied it little while, those standing there said to Peter, Surely you're one of them. You're a Galilean, man. We can tell from the way that you talk. And he began to call down curses, and he swore to him, I don't know the man you're talking about. Immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. And he broke down and he wept. Man, I do it. I break down and I weep. You know, I... I think I'm going to be so faithful to Jesus. I think I'm going to be so good. I think I'm going to resist temptation. I'm going to ex exhibit all of the fruit of the Spirit. I'm going to do so good. And man, I, I don't. And I look at Jesus and I weep. And I just wish that, you know, I wish I hadn't said the things I said. I wish I hadn't been how I am. I wish I didn't do the things I did. I wish I wasn't who I am. Jesus loves Peter. Jesus restores Peter. Jesus loves me. He restores me. Jesus loves you. He'll restore you. Hey, we went one minute over, but uh, we did 72 verses. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> hey, bless you guys. We'll move on through the gospel.